That's fire. <laughs> nice, man. That's fire. Good stuff, man. What inspires you when you're putting together music? What, what are you doing? Ooh. What are you looking for when you're um, fabricating all of this? So there's certain aspects that are maybe kind of exaggerated, but um, everything that I write about is a story in my life. Yeah. So like that song, we're in Texas. Um, it's about a girl that I just, I've never, never felt that way. Um, about somebody before and I wanted to focus on the that capturing you know capturing yeah. of it and comparing her um, to like the blue bonnet fields um, I remember sitting in a blue bonnet field with my little brother my mom was taking pictures of us, of us and stuff like that this <laughs> she still has a picture I got a bowl cut and <laughs> some weird t-shirt just sitting yeah. there with my little brother and like but I remember the smell of blue bonnets yeah. and it's like that's that's the smell like you don't forget um, and the sweetest way like a perfume type of thing and it's like comparing that to her like her perfume mm. it brings a different different emotion out you know another episode of adversity kings we have special guest today andrew what uh what's the last name Jameson. And did, do you go by a stage name or is it just Andrew Jameson? Just Andrew Jameson. Yeah. yeah. Con- country, country singers typically don't have stage names. <laughs> um, also, shout out to uh, this kombucha company. What, what, what was uh, It was Kombucha Community last week we had on, and uh, we, we drank all of them. You know what I mean? Between, do you like yours? Yeah, I like mine. I liked mine a lot. So, shout out to uh, Kombucha Community. This one is um, Hibiscus Ginger. I think I had this one. It was good. I really liked the lavender one they had. But uh, did you have that one? Yeah, that one's mine. Uh, this one's yours? Yeah. I don't know where mine went. Somebody must have, like, stole the cans. But <laughs> shout, shout out to them. You know, phenomenal nice. guests we had on. Uh, we're trying to open something up in Chicago. If you're a Chicago-based founder, startup, you uh, advertise a product, you're in sales, something like that, or you feel like you've got something that you want to put out there in the local community, we're building something special here. Uh, we're coming up. We'll do 200 episodes. This will be our 200th episode this year, sometime later this year. We're in the 130s, I think, right now. So... You know, Sweet. there's some depth. There's some viewers now, yeah. Andrew. You know what I mean? You were the first. If you were in the first hundred, I'd tell you, you know, my mom would probably be the only viewer. But there's, it'd be like <laughs> a couple more moms. Gotta so, love moms. Yes, love gotta moms. love moms. Man, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your story. So, where are you uh, born and raised from? Uh, so, I was born in Mesa, Arizona, actually, cool. and I was raised in Texas, just outside of Fort Worth. Okay. Um, so, I grew up in a military household. Dad was military. Um, yeah, just big on family. Um, I know both kind of like grew up in the ghetto side of South Dallas as well. So yeah. like it was like I had to learn both sides. Yeah. Kind of like the street smarts, but also like yeah, be yeah. able to, you know, handle out stuff and um, country side of life. You yeah. Know? Um, moved everywhere. I moved 13 times by the time I was 18. Wow. Um, yeah. Plenty of different states. I've I lived in Illinois before when I was younger, Iowa, uh, Missouri, um, Ohio, like a bunch of just different places. Um, learned a lot, learned a lot. And then 17, I graduated uh, high school a year early at 17 and then, um, left for the military. So yeah, I spent uh, seven years in the military, did that. I was a combat medic. Okay. Um, yeah, learned, learned a a lot. That's a lot. Wasn't Dalton a combat medic? I think he was, he was a medic for something. I don't think he's a medic. You better double check. You still talk to him? You better double check. I swear he's a medic. I don't know, but that's a lot of work, man. It was a lot. You see a lot of... From, yeah. from my experience of talking to military medics, yeah. there's a there's a lot that you were you were you active. I don't um, know what so, be the terminology. Um, so I I'd done my active duty time and then I had done uh, National Guard. Okay. 
So there was a lot of stuff that got to learn a lot of stuff, got to uh, um, experience new things in life, got to see a lot of cool places. Yeah. But it's uh, healing. It's healing now. That period time in our period of my life right now is, yeah. is healing from all those things. So how old are you now? I'm 27. 27. Okay, dope. So I went in right around 20. I run, oh no, so I went in when I was 17. 17? Yeah. Okay. I went in from 17, so um, Got I out did, at 24? It was, it was, let's see. So I, I signed up for two contracts. So I did eight years, so which was six and two, and then I got out for a year. Yeah. And then I did another year. Yeah. Well, so. What was, in the process of moving and growing up, what mm -hmm. was growing up for you, like, really, like, taking us a little more in depth of, like, were you closer to mom? Were you closer to dad? What, were, what was the impression that those two had on you? Um, so my father and I don't get along. Uh, okay. My dad was very, uh, very physically, emotionally abusive. Yeah. Um, my mom was more so, like, the, the rock for everything. But uh, growing up, I tried to, I guess, kind of gain my father's approval or tried no matter what I could do to try to get his approval. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, my mom, I was definitely a mama's boy, okay. definitely a mama's boy, learned how to fight and, and protect my family and you know, yeah. people I care about stand up, uh, stand up to the bullies, you know, take yeah. care of those people. But, um, yeah, it was my brother and I, we basically kind of protected the family. Is he older, younger? He's younger. younger? So he's two years younger. He's 25. Okay. Did he yeah. go to military as well? He did actually. And right now he's in South Korea. Okay. Um, he joined the air force though. Yeah. What were you? Army? I was Army. Yeah. Okay. So I don't yeah. hold it against him, but just found out some awesome news that he's going to be stationed over in uh, Hawaii. So oh, now I get awesome. to go take some vacation time and go yeah. visit my brother at the same time. So that'll be cool. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. So, you know, as you are going through middle school and high school, does anything stand out that kind of influenced, you know, more so the man that you are today? Like, did anything kind of occur in yeah. your childhood that made you who you are today? Yeah. So um, I got jumped. Uh, when I was 13. Yeah. And it was because I told a girl that her hair looked pretty when we were dressed up going to a Chicago boat trip. It was actually, I spent two years in uh, Plainfield area yeah. growing up. And um, come to find out, I guess her friend had a crush on me, was like, why is she complimenting or why is he complimenting her? Yeah. Told the boyfriend. Boyfriend said he was going to do something. I was like, dude, I don't care, whatever. Yeah. On my way home from school that night, I got jumped uh, by a group of people. Um, I was beaten to inches of my life. I wow. was told that I would never be, I would never see it in my right end again. Um, um, started developing glaucoma. There was a bunch oh, of wow. stuff that was going on. Scar tissue, my doctor told me, he's like, you could, you're probably going to lose sight in your right eye. Um, fractured ribs, all sorts of stuff. Uh, I was in bad shape. Yeah. I was in real bad shape. And um, that was a defining moment in my life because I still got up the next day. My parents wanted to take me out of school because of how bad it was. Um, and I went right back into school the next day to just prove them to like, you can't beat me down. Yeah. And that was like a defining moment that you're going to lose fights in your life. You know, you're going to lose um, battles sometimes. But what's important is you get up after getting the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. And sticking it right back to them, being like, you can't hurt me. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's kind of the, the guiding foundation for me. Absolutely. That's fire. So would you say that's probably one of the hardest adversities you've gone through in your entire life? Um, one of them, and then dealing with um, loss of life, dealing with death. Yeah. So who, uh, who have you lost close to you? Uh, there's there's a list, my friend. Yeah. There's there's a big list. In Is my life so far, I've lost 39 people. Wow. Yeah. So who are some of the closer? Closer um, people. Wally, who's tattooed on my back. Um, he was my best friend in the military. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't really talked about this stuff ever on like yeah. podcasts and stuff. Yeah, we don't have to get into it. Yeah, uh, Ali, that was, I can tell you, this is a man that I used to have a, a, a really big prejudice in my ignorance um, growing up, you know, seeing 9-11 and stuff happen yeah. towards Middle Easterners. And me and this man, so Ali, um, he was my bunkmate. Yeah. Couldn't stand him. Couldn't stand him at all because I'm just filled with this ignorance of saying, oh, this dude's from the Middle East. Yeah. And um, he had told me every every single night because I was trying to be a good, you know, good American boy reading my Bible every night. Yeah. He'd always come up to my bunk and go, teach me about your Jesus. And I'd be like, dude, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. And every night he would do that. And there was a situation that happened. Uh, we were on the firing range, and this guy uh, kept getting the, the whole platoon into trouble. So um, I called him out. I was like, I'm not being a rat. You're a rat. You're absolutely screwing everybody in this platoon by not doing what you're supposed to do. This guy thought he was a wannabe gangbanger. On yeah. uh, one of the firing ranges, pulled up his M4 to my chest. And um, I grabbed it. Whatever, we were tussling around. Ali came and tackled this guy. Yeah. Like, just tackled him. Come to find out when the MPs got there, they when they were racking everything out, there was a live round in that that that, wow. uh, that gun. And um, so after that, I was like, why'd you do that? Like, I've been nothing but, like, an asshole to you. Yeah. And he told me, he's like, well, because we're in this together. Like, you know, we're all wearing the same, same flag because English was still kind of broken. But so we just started doing these Bible studies um, every night, and he would teach me um, parts of, like, Pashtu and Farsi, like um, Arabic languages. Yeah. And um, he ended up becoming my best friend. Yeah. Like, uh, named me godfather of his kid, and um, it was rough. When I lost him, I got him tattooed on my back. Um, he was, yeah, he was killed. He was a warrior yeah. through and through, through and through. So I, I guide my life. Also, he's another motivating factor. The people that I've lost. Yeah. Um, they guide me to do better every day. Now, how long have you been in the music industry? I've been in the music industry for, it'll be two years in May. Okay. That's it. So, so what all did you do? I mean, I guess you were in the military just prior to that. So I was, I had a transition period where I was a paramedic. I okay. worked for Grundy County's uh, rescue division. Okay. Uh, and that was wild too. That was fun. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> oh, you want an exclusive story on how yeah. I lost that job? Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> All right. So um, I was uh, working in EMS. I actually just got a training officer position because with my combat medic background and whatnot, um, I'm really good at teaching people. God made me good at three things, and one of them is, is also taking care of people. Yeah. Um, damn good at what I did. Ended up doing it. We were working our asses off on the shift trying to find new people as well because it's two men rotating every three days okay um so you'd have one day on two days off yeah um got so got so uh short for people at times we were working three days on one day off stuff yeah. like that well i was coming off of work i just picked up an extra shift and it was five o'clock on october 7th and um i'm Moving over my laundry, just clocked out. I'm moving over my laundry from, like, the uh, station washers and stuff like that. And uh, I was about to go home, and I'm with my little service pit bull. Uh, she's a blue-nosed pity name, uh, yeah. Lily. She's my service dog. And um, all of a sudden, the tones go off, and the tones are going off on the station saying that there was a gunshot victim. And then, so, I'm like, hey, boys, you need help? Like, you know, I'm off. I'll come with the scene or whatever, just kind of situate. And they're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So I'm hopping in my Jeep. 
get in my Jeep and all of a sudden over the, the radio, I hear officer down, officer down. And I'm like, oh shit. So they over the radio return the ambulance. They return the ambulance. I see the ambulance backing up. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm heading. So um, I run out in my Jeep, end up going out to the scene. Um, and uh, the officer who was hit was a friend of mine. Uh, I'd worked with him on several different calls. He had gotten shot three times. One of them being a complete brachial um, artery compromise in his arm here. Um, and he took two to the chest. Like he was a tank bleeding everywhere. Me and the fire chief uh, were there first on scene throwing tourniquets on. Um, checking out everything. I pulled out. I'm a concealed carry. Yeah, I was wondering. Instructor. So, can paramedics, can paramedics carry? No, they can't. They, they so, if cannot. you pulled up to the scene first and there's yeah. So, mind you, I'm still in uniform, but I'm off clock. Okay. Right? I'm a I'm a close quarters combat instructor. I specialize in short rifle and pistol. Yeah. So, I'm always carrying with me. I believe that it's your right. I believe yeah. that that's something everybody should do as long as you're in sound mind, sound heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I roll up with my Glock 19X. And I'm like pulling him, getting him behind my Jeep. I'm screaming over the radio, telling the ambulance, I'm like, get fucking, get this ambulance right here right now. Yeah. Um, and they're like, all right, all right, all right. So my boys, I'm yelling at them, telling them they pull up. We get Tyler in the ambulance, and I'm still like posted up with my, my firearm. Yeah. And um, so I'm going about my day, whatever. We get, we get him into the ambulance. Um, he ends up, uh, they end up taking him out. He ends up being all right. But all of a sudden, he, it's hundreds of these police officers are showing up. Hundreds of them. You take one of them out and, like, you're going to mess with the whole family, you know? Yeah. You know, so I ended up actually staying there for an additional, like, four and a half, five hours helping them, helping people out with, like, um, um, aid and, and things like that, whatever, yeah. wherever chief needed me. And um, so I go about my business. I was on shift the next day, and I get a text about 30 minutes before my, my start time. Hey. Yeah. Um, due to the events that happened October 7th, or there's a pending investigation, which is normal. Yeah. If an officer or an officer involves shooting or a fatality, you'll have um, these um, administrative leave times, which is normal. Yeah. I get told like a week later, so did I decide what to do? I'm like, what do you mean? I got brought up in front of the board, in front of the city, everything. They made a decision against me um, saying that they were letting me go. Yeah. So the... Uh, the county, and when I explained my actions, saying, like, uh, as a combat medic, like, you run to your buddies that are down. You don't ever run away. Yeah. Like, you run to them. You protect your buddies. And uh, their exact response was, we hire paramedics, not combat medics. And uh, since then, I was, I was out of uh, EMS. I've been out of EMS. They gave me three options. Basically, I could fight it. If I chose to fight it, um, I was responsible for all the court costs if I lost. Um, but at that point, I wasn't making anything. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Um, was that in Illinois? This was in Illinois. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm trying to be very vague about yeah. <laughs> about where, where yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, but then um, the second option was I could get fired. I would never work in the state of Illinois ever again in EMS or anything, um, having to deal with IDPH. Or three, I could put in a formal letter of rec or resignation stating that my actions were negligent, all this other stuff. And I prayed about it, and all I just heard God say was just path of least resistance. So I started typing up my my little like uh, resignation letter, and everything was all formal. And I called my boss, and I was like, "Hey, you know, thanks for the opportunity, everything." And the only thing I got responded back was, "Did you finish the resignation letter?" No, oh, well. So I was like, "For everything that I've done in these last like few years for y'all, like it just yeah. it was just <laughs> fuck you, yeah, you know." So. Um, 
I retyped that, that letter up and it was basically in a very formal way saying that I wouldn't do anything different, that I would have done the same exact thing if I had a second go around it, I would have taken my shirt off and covered Tyler's arm with it. Yeah. So other than that, um, yeah. So then it was just music ever since. I was kind of like forced to go into it. I'm yeah. Like, well, all right. I thought I was going to do uh, EMS my entire life, medicine my entire life to help heal people. And God kind of gave me a different route and said, you know what? We're going to help you heal people in a different way. How long were, how long have you been really in music? So you say two years, but like, is that it? Have you, was there no Literally. formal? There was so like in, in music, I was at 10 years old. I picked up my first guitar. Um, so you know how to play a guitar before you actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Recently, like singing wise, I'd say I've only been singing for about three years. Okay. Um, I used to, that was one thing my dad and I used to bond over was playing guitar until I got better at him or better at playing guitar than, than he was. Yeah. And then he just stopped playing with me. Yeah. So, um, I kind of like left that alone for, for yeah. years, but picked it back up whenever I was stressed. What, so what kind of artists, you know, stood out to you? Like, who do you look up to? Who inspired, like what, what heals you? What do you like to listen to that? Like kind of puts you in that, that mood. I'm a lyrical person. Oh, okay. So you could have the best beat in the world, whatever, be cool. Something to vibe to and drive around to. But if you don't have lyrics that hit, I won't, yeah. I'm not really big into it. Um, so like Hardy, um, he's a big name guy. He's coming up. Hardy absolutely changed the game. He comes from a rock and roll background. It's the same thing with me. Um, but his lyrics just hit home. He was a CMA's um, country music Let's see, lyricist of the year. Starla, you know who Hardy is? Yes, I do. Yeah. He doesn't know too much about artists. Oh, it's so all if good. If you put, bring up a song, he'll know about it. But. Yeah. Let's see who Hardy's best song. What, what's your favorite song from him? Uh, Give Heaven Some Hell. I can't listen to that song without crying. It's oh. about uh, losing a buddy that he yeah. goes up. But yeah, honestly. What's listen. your favorite song from Starley? What? What's your favorite song from Hardy? Um, I don't really have a big song from him because he's not like my best, my favorite country artist. I'll listen to his music if it's on the radio. I want to know what he sounds like, but I don't want it to like glitch out our views or anything like that by playing a, a really famous artist. I want to just play it and see, try to hear his voice. So Wait in the Truck? Yeah. So that song is about finding a woman basically on the side of the road that's been beaten to inches of her life. He yeah. tells her, get in the truck, where is he? Goes and handles what, what yeah. justice is supposed to be done. Yeah. So uh, lyrically, that man is just a, a heavy, heavy yeah. hitting lyrical artist. Do you like, is it, what's his name, Ty Tyler Ch Childers? Tyler Childers is another I like his lyricist. voice a lot. Um, for Red Dirt Country, stuff like that. Yeah, I like Absolutely. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like that. So... Hardy, who else sticks out to you? Is there anybody else that's like um, over the years? And like, I know like when my dad was in my life, we liked uh, Hank Williams Jr. Uh, I think Hank that's Jean. like, yeah, that's yeah. probably a really, really big one for me. Like a lot of my, a lot of my country music kind of built around that style, mm -hmm. that old kind yeah. of like rusty vibe of, of country music. I love that. I would say another, another person that really kind of hit me hard was Dustin Lynch. Dustin Lynch. Dustin Lynch has the, uh, the, ability to go kind of between that like older country feel yeah but then he also can do stuff that's more poppy he's been leaning stuff towards more towards the poppy aspect of country now um but his lyrical capability again is just it's just it's amazing what's your favorite song from him um cowboys and angels or actually state lines those oh, two okay songs. i think i played uh cowboys and angels yeah. okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, there's a there was a good uh, country movie, and it, it's gonna it's gonna kill me to sit here and try to find, but uh, it was about two brothers and they lived in Texas, 
and um, the one brother was like he was older, but he had like more malicious intentions. They were bank and like basically forced his younger brother to rob rob mm-hmm. a bank or something. But there was really good country music in that actual uh, in that movie. I forget the name of the movie. It was a phenomenal movie. It wasn't like just some like put together little movie. Um, you like Culture Wall? Culture Wall, yeah, like sleeping on the blacktop. That that's yeah. sleep, that's the song from the movie yeah. Sleeping on the Blacktop. That's the uh, yeah Coulter Wall. He's he's got that that Kate, rustic. Kate McCann I, I don't have you ever heard that song? Mm-mm. Oh, it's such a good song, dude. It's about his uh, his girl, and he like finds her cheating, and he shoots her. So it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> See, like <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, my my whole thing is like too. I believe that country music, like you got the, your people that stick to it real hard. That are like, you know what? This pop country scene has ruined country music, and you. Got all this. I believe country. I like pop country live. I don't like listening to it. Like I like. Yeah. I like. I, one of my favorite. I hate going out. But if I if I go out, I went out to uh, Chicago, like bar once. But it was live country. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So I'm just ordering chicken tenders to listen to live yeah. country music. Yeah. And they'll go back and forth between kind of a poppy new stuff that I mm-hmm. typically don't fucking like. But then they'll play uh, some of the old stuff. So it's right. like. But it was the vibe was. Yeah. It just reminded me of home. I like it. when I when I say like country music because I've also kind of. I guess changed um, changed certain perspectives. One of my favorite compliments I ever get is when people go, "I don't like country music, but I like you." Yeah, and I'm like, that that's the biggest compliment yeah. to me as an artist because I believe country music is what you make it. Yeah, I think country is the the hard hitting lyrics. It's the it's the you know the real life shit. You won't find any type of lyrical stuff like that anywhere else. Yeah, it's just and rock maybe a little bit. You'll hear like the real kind of nitty-gritty stuff yeah, yeah. but in country music it's just raw it's real and that's that's what i appreciate about it um so like if you like rock and roll you like pop you like edm whatever cool yeah awesome just give it a listen sometimes listen to the lyrics absolutely are you on spotify i am let's see what what, what you are on spotify andrew jameson yep yep my parents screwed my name up it's a n d r u jameson with an i let's go Yep. What's what's your favorite song? I was like, because because artists, your songs will be ranked by your listeners. But what 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 song on Spotify is your favorite? So actually, will you put the speaker on so I can play it right there? Will you just turn that speaker on. Yeah, I, w- I want to play it live. <laughs> so my favorite song, I get I, I've been asked this a lot the last few weeks, and I, I've still stumped every single time. I would say my favorite song that like for me that I write, or is it? Is it just in general my favorite song? Let's do both. So my favorite song that I've ever written is the one that I last wrote, like every single time. Is it released? Or so, it's not released yet? So it's it's releasing April 7th, and actually, if you want... I think Starley was mentioning you would play it. I, uh, I, have, uh, I actually just got the final mastered version back yesterday from the studio. So will you play it live? Does that mean, is the mastered version live, or it's a mastered, like, recorded, and I play it off my phone? Like, I can do either or. Can we do live? Yeah. Yeah, let, do let's do the live first and then we'll we'll ask you what your favorite your other favorite song is. All right. Cool. cool. Take some time. You can adjust around, move shit around. We'll be breaking for a commercial. Just kidding. We don't do that shit. <laughs> Never get old.
Do I need to play anything on here? Mm -mm. We're good. Sorry, get your drums out. <laughs> Are you coming to sing? No. Uh -huh. <laughs> take, tuck these in. They'll catch inside the strings. Dude, it's it's crazy. It'll do that sometimes. Is this a is it a Taylor guitar? Yep, this is a Taylor. All right. We're going to do that. It throws you off a little bit. So this song is called Beaten Up. It's going to be released April 7th. You can judge a cowboy's heart by his boots All beaten up, broken in and used You can't tell a man what he can or cannot do Do you're in his boots I want to run And I want to fall I want to fall in a kind of love so strong That makes you want to risk it all I want to dream I can't wait to lie see My newborn baby boy in my arms With his little eyes staring at me I want to fly, and I want to breathe I want to kiss underneath the sunset skies And make new memories These are the reasons I ain't giving up Why my boots are beating up My boots are beating up go check out the rest of it april 7th dude i was getting so into it i'm starting to record okay one one sec let me answer this hello i know i'm in the middle of a podcast but i told him i might have to take an important call Yeah, so I didn't, but I can go back to the beginning of the recording and it'll tell you everybody that logs on. Yeah, in the very beginning, it should say like, in, like right before you, right, right when you start the recording, it'll see Simon's name, but then it should pop up the other names that join as well. I'll check my, yeah, I'll check my Snapchat, but I don't keep... So just like I delete all my texts, I delete my pictures that I don't like heavily prioritize. Yeah, it's really bad. All right, bye. That was so fire. Thanks, man. Do you have other songs you could like you do? <laughs> yeah, play them on. It's like 30 um, seconds. More than of Texas? It. Yes. 
Oh, I can do that one actually, but I don't remember the lyrics all the way to it. Um, that's the one thing that's a gift and a curse of being a songwriter. Oh, I don't know any lyrics. Dude, yeah, I'm, yeah like I literally as a professional musician, I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, can I get like a little something? Whatever you need. The iPad, oh, we could set the we'll, iPad up. We'll do this. Here, we got it. <laughs> That'll work. Boom. My hot Cheeto gloves. All right. Let's do this. So this song is um, about a girl. And how she reminds me of my favorite state. Reminds me of home, you know? Yes, sir. Reminds me of Texas With eyes like the state park Lake seven miles from Houston Shines brighter than arena lights Sitting up in rodeo Austin She's better than a late night Tequila shoe good time Two stepping down in Dallas She's got me Spinning round and round like the Texas star Lying the bonfire in this boy's heart She's sweeter than blue bonnets in the wind Beautiful like the stars big and bright Wilder than a PBR eight second ride I'm falling harder in love more than I've ever been Never knew that I could find a love like this More than I love Texas She reminds me of Texas With her teasing in the moonlight Wearing nothing under a sundress Looking hotter than the white sand Sitting on the beaches of Corpus she make your heart race, feeling things shaking like a rattlesnake. Your honey tasting, kissing is dangerous. She's got me spinning round and round like the Texas star. A line of bonfire in this boy's heart. She's sweeter than blue bonnets in the wind. She's beautiful like the stars, big and bright. Wider than a PBR eight second ride I'm falling harder in love More than I've ever been I never knew that I could find a love like this More than I love Texas That's fire <laughs> Nice man That's fire Good stuff man So all of these songs, just the two you've mentioned and, and the some I've just glanced through on your, your Spotify profile, you know, what inspires you when you're putting together music? What what are you doing? Ooh. What are you looking for when you're um, fabricating all of this? So I guess when I'm actually writing all my songs are actually like true to uh to an extent. So there's there's certain aspects that are maybe kind of exaggerated but um everything that i write about is a story in my life yeah so like that song we're in texas um it's about a girl that i just i've never 
never felt that way um, about somebody before. And I wanted to focus on the that capturing, you know, capturing yeah. of it and comparing her um, to like the blue bonnet fields. Um, I remember sitting in a blue bonnet field with my little brother. My mm. mom was taking pictures of us, of us and stuff like that. I had this, <laughs> she still has a picture. I got a bowl cut on <laughs> some weird t-shirt just sitting yeah. there with my little brother. And like, but I remember the smell of blue bonnets. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's a smell like you don't forget. Um, and the sweetest way, like a perfume type of thing. And it's like comparing that to her, like her perfume, mm. it brings a different, different emotion out, you know? So, yeah. um, and then, yeah. And then there's harder songs like my song Southern born that is, that's like Brantley Gilbert vibe. It's got that rock aspect. Um, talking about going catching rattlesnakes and getting in bar fights and doing all the other stuff like yeah. i've earned every single scar on my hands and on my body um <laughs> from being a reckless yeah. reckless person in my past absolutely so yeah everything everything that i write about my inspiration comes from my life um yeah so now still on the music topic what's your favorite song outside of your own music my favorite song i, I think that that changes uh, what the season you're in right now? What's what's hitting for you? To be honest with you, it's it's been Morgan Wallen's new album. Yeah, yeah, it was Hardy's uh, Mockingbird and the Crow for a little bit. Um, love Hardy, but then Morgan when he dropped he dropped his new album. Yeah. I, I've just been listening back and forth. But the songs that he hits on, like as a, from an artist perspective as well, like he's changing the game. Nobody's come out there and then. He's got five or six of his songs on like top twenty chart right now. Like yeah. that's that's unheard of. Is there anything in particular a song that sticks out, like really speaks to you or Um So last night everybody's been playing it. That hit me super hard when it first came out, but yeah. now it's getting annoying to me. Yeah. So consumed um, it too many times. Yeah, but there's uh there is one. Wrote the book, hit me really hard. Let me check my Spotify because I keep forgetting the name of this. But this one's been hitting me really, really hard. And it is um, Think About Me or Thinking About Me. Yeah. My phone ain't loading. But I think it's Thinking About Me or something like that. Okay. But that one, lyrically, yeah, it's basically saying why you're kissing him, why you're doing stuff with him, riding around in his truck, yeah. why you thinking about me. That reminds me of the old song, I don't know if it's Kid Rock, or uh, Put Your Picture Away. I put your picture away. Yeah. Yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a go-to. Yeah, that's a classic. Um, as we as we start to transition out of music, maybe into some hobbies, is there anything else on music you want to touch on, highlight, talk about any upcoming tours or any events you're going to be doing? Um, yeah, there's there's actually some big stuff that I can't say right now. Okay, um, I can say that um, April is going to be a huge time frame for me. That's well, uh, a huge key thing. Um, I can't say when or whatnot, but we're looking at a six week publishing, publicizing deal, um, with a very, very well-known label. Let's go. Um, Congrats. so yeah, we're, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Congrats. Manifesting it. And uh, until I see the contract, and I ain't talking about it cause I ain't count my chickens before they hatch. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be actually setting up here. Uh, I can tell you that I just got notified that for June june 8th through the 11th i will be playing carolina country music festival where's that uh south carolina that makes a lot of sense that you yeah. said carolina <laughs> yeah so that'll be awesome <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Uh, myrtle beach is in south carolina right or is that north carolina there's one and yeah there's one 
I don't know, There's but it's something. near Myrtle Beach, yeah. so we'll see y'all in June. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been awesome working on actually booking my East Coast tour based around that, um, my Southern tour, so Florida going back down to home states, yeah, and then doing a, a West Coast and a Midwest to wrap everything up. So Let's go. Yeah, any, awesome. any hobbies outside of, outside of music? I'm a big, big fisherman. Yeah. I love fishing. You like catfish? I love cat. Well, it depends on where I catch them, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd eat any catfish out of like <laughs> fucking Lake Michigan. Or yeah, no. Not even happening. So yeah, stay away from like Mississippi River. I won't eat them. Yeah, um, I'll catch them. I'll yeah. set them up. Yeah, but, absolutely. But you got a couple of these uh, little like um, whatever you call them, like in Coal City area. I forget what they call them, like strip mines. Yeah, you'll catch some fish out of there. All oh, it's beautiful. And you'll eat them out of there. Oh yeah. Is that Illinois? Yep. Okay. I've always wondered, I was like, I feel like it's just everything's so local to Chicago. I feel yeah. like you probably yeah. got to go like at least 20 miles outside of Chicago before you yeah. start to like, but yeah. somebody was telling me the other day, if you go to like the center of Lake Michigan, mm. like, it, like could, walleye fishing and stuff like that. Know, yeah. Like the very center. I go up to Wisconsin. I go up to Boulder Junction with my best friend every year. Yeah. Uh, you we, just fly fish. Like what kind of fishing do you do? Um, I, I do everything. Uh, I really don't do fly fishing though. Yeah. Cause to me, that's just too much work. It seems too like many a lot of work. Parts. I never got into it. Yeah. I like to learn, but I, I yeah. do fly fish with my my open face reel. I'll just yeah. kind of sit there and extend it out a little bit more. Yeah. And just kind of get a fly or whatever. Um, like one of those flies, pinch it off and just yeah. kind of use it. But I don't have a fly fishing reel. Well, what's your favorite fish to kind of pull in? Uh, while, oh, favorite fish to catch is pike. pike. Pike put up a fight. Northern yeah. pike. Are those the ones filled with a lot of bones? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Those are the big, long, so you're not, are you ones. Are you throwing them back or are you eating a pike? I'm eating a pike. Yeah, pike is delicious. How are you how are you cooking up a pike? Now? So uh, there's two different ways. I'm learning. I still don't know how to pull the Y bones out. There's an older gentleman who's a friend of mine that is just like, dude, I'll show you exactly how yeah. you can get everything without having to get like bones in it. I still still learning that. I've yeah. been fishing for a long time, but um, pike. It depends on where I'm at. If I'm camping, I'm just putting in some aluminum foil, a little salt and pepper, and some lemon. Yeah, and then uh, butter and just wrapping it up in aluminum. Don't run on fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. No, it, what's your favorite fish to eat? Walleye. Walleye? Oh, yeah. How are you cooking that up? Oh, walleye, I take my time. I take my time. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta bread it, fillet or fillet it, bread it. Um, sometimes, depending on what's going on, you might fry it twice. Yeah. You can get kind of that, that nice crisp to it, but, oh, I love walleye so much. You like crawfish? I love crawfish. Yeah. Yeah. I, Mud that, bugs. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like Texas, you guys probably just like Arkansas. Yeah. They have like crawfish boils. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't had house. one in a couple of years, though. Yeah, they've got like restaurants like that around up here, but I don't like trust them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, I'm used to like pulling up to someone's house and they're they're in like a like a, tub. a laundry basket. Yeah, they're like in a laundry basket. <laughs> yeah. That's what like my mind registers with, yeah. like for it to be fresh and right. right. You know what I mean? Like right. if some like old dude don't pull up with a beard and like a real raspy voice, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like then yeah. I'm not going to like trust them. You know what right. I mean? Like where the fuck do you guys get these? Yeah, 1000%. Right? 1, so 1000%. I like uh for me I I think I grew up catfish, crawfish, all of it, well crawfish not, but the the catfish fried, you mm. know what I mean? You fried hush puppies, white white oh. bread. And oh, yeah. call tonight, you know what I mean? Sprite. The excess batter that you don't use to fry with, you just make hush puppies with. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And buffalo. So they do it the same way, buff, buffalo fish. So they, Oh, yeah. We call them drum up here. Drum, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they call, them, they call them buffalo down there, and they'll do it the same way as the catfish. You know what I mean? Put them yeah. into, like, strips, fry them up. And uh, I want to say there's less uh, – I think there's bone – there's more bone in the buffalo. 
Or maybe less. See, drum is drum to me. A lot of people don't like drum. Yeah. I love drum. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Drum's like another it. one of those bottom feeders, but they kind of eat everything. Yeah. Like and uh, but drum is like just a very white, uh, plain fish. To yeah. be honest with you, it's a little, it's a uh, little fishy, but it's perfect. You like bass? I enjoy bass. Yeah. I, I prefer catching them, because um, to me something in like the sportsman mindset of myself goes like, oh no, I'm eating a bass. Yeah. But at the same time, I I enjoy it. I mean, what's the difference if I'm like, you know, out trying to survive in the woods? I'm not gonna be like, oh, look at this bass, and then yeah. throw it back. Like, you got to learn how to how to survive you know how to live and yeah absolutely do you ever uh deep sea fish i've never gone saltwater fishing fun fact yes fun yeah. i did it once and it was in i think it was ocean city maryland okay yeah did it one that time that would be awesome we, everything was thrown back but it was still a really cool experience yeah um that's on the bucket list yeah yeah bro it was that was fun so what what else outside of fishing anything um i like hunting yeah i i love hunting i feel like i've gotten to a place where um between shoulder surgeries to bow hunt, I like bow hunting. Yeah, uh, it's fun target practice. I've done more practice than I have hunting. The last three years, I haven't been able to fill out any tags or anything. Yeah, um, I had complete right shoulder reconstructive surgery after a previous military injury um, that ended up getting uh, kind of hurt on the job. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't filled out any tags or anything the last three years. Compound or crossbow? Compound. Compound. Yeah. What's your typical pull? Um, to be honest, actually, I just had just gotten mine up to 60 pounds. Yeah. Um, I usually I keep it 55. Yeah. Um, I feel like 55 is enough to take anything. Do you like, uh, you follow, um, what's it? Cam Haynes or he's mm -hmm. a big, big bow hunter on, on, uh, Instagram. Mm -mm. Oh. Obviously I'm, everybody's telling me, man, get on Instagram, get yeah. on Instagram. Oh, you're not on Instagram. I, I am, but like my Instagram is probably my my least like monitored anything yeah it's my weakest point as a as a what's uh, your strongest for social media probably tiktok right yeah. now tiktok or facebook it used to okay. be facebook but they kind of yeah. change yeah yeah so so uh, who was the other one there's a show i like there's a hunting show i like watching i don't know if you watch any like hunting shows or shit like i that. used to love watching hunting shows who's this, there who's this dude i always watch me and justin watch them what's the hunting shows you like maybe i'll so I used to I used to watch just you're kind of your run in the mill whatever was on at three o'clock in the yeah. morning you know and then I'd wake up and actually continue watching it yes um, but then when YouTube started coming over uh, becoming bigger I remember I kind of stopped watching those but I liked learning from people like think, the little weird techniques yes I like I think it's meat I think it's meat eater meat eater yeah I want to yeah I think it's meat eater I've watched that on Netflix yeah 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 he's so a I cool like, guy I like him a lot. And uh, a lot of the guys that, that are in my company are from Colorado. So a few of them have either they know somebody or yeah. they've gone on some elk hunts. And that's on my, my bucket yeah. list. I remember I, I've gotten close. I've gotten close to, to hunting an elk. This was my grandpa, actually, in yeah. Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, they had elk like, over there. I was like, is that a, is that a fucking moose? <laughs> yeah. And it was. he's like, oh, that's a small one. Yeah. I was like, damn, that thing was like shoulder was higher yeah. than the roof of what's cool. the F-150. And what's crazy to think about, it's not even necessarily cool, but it's crazy to think that the elk are smaller than moose yeah you know what i mean and you can yeah. get moose tags too I yeah think, i think they're rare but i and I, i'm pretty sure that's just alaska i want to say i know there's alaska we're, and we're, canada were you hunting moose in utah here's a moose eh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> my damn radiator yeah, nice 
We're gonna have to Google that. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> the moose shame, got, shame. No, moose got out of the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched this video of some dude getting mauled by a zebra. Yeah. There was a farmer, some seventy-year-old dude, was like just had a pet zebra. Yeah. And got mauled by him. It's probably in Texas. I, hear, I think it was. I hear Texas has more like diversity in regard to their animals uh -huh. because so many people have them as pets. They'll get out and different things yeah. like that. Like there's uh, the there's, ibex. There's ibex yeah. and there's another weird, uh, like larger like type of deer style. Oh, the uh, there's the ibex and then there's the they're like the white painted something. There's stuff you can you eat them whatever. Uh, and you guys got all those helicopter hog shoots and shit oh. like that in Texas. That looks really fun. I wanted to, I wanted to do that up in Missouri. Uh, actually, they got a bunch, bunch of yeah. hogs problems. So, yeah, extremely detrimental. I've never like, I got a couple farming buddies that yeah. go out and uh, whatever, and uh, but they'll actually harvest them and then set them free onto like their friends land and stuff like that wow and so there it's like this whole like community thing wow where it's basically like they'll catch them put them in on one of those um let's say hunting properties yeah. or whatever yeah. and so everybody kind of wins that's <laughs> like, crazy they get their rid of their hog problem people get to come in and that's crazy go do the chopper shoots that's uh that's crazy and I, i'm thinking about texas right now i, I couldn't imagine you know trying to set up some type of hunt or going on some land and like you just run into a freaking tiger or something yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you're, just, you're like hunting squirrels or yeah. rabbits and then just a tiger mauled. pops out some lion pops out because somebody had some crazy pet or something because texas <laughs> is texas is texas you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. even need a it doesn't need any explanation you right. know so right so fishing hunting is there is there anything else you like to do um i kind of i'm a, kind of a jack of all trades and they say like i'm a master of none i'm a master of a few of them yeah. Um, I, I enjoy, I enjoy like tinkering. I enjoy um, writing. I enjoy being outside. Anything outdoors, like hiking, uh, just being where I can like feel like I'm a part of something. Yeah. You know, and I can do it completely by myself and be fine. Yeah. Uh, driving. Um, I've recently discovered this year I love traveling. Mm. So doing shows and stuff like that, I love traveling. And most of the time, people. Um, at least artists that I've talked to have been like, man, just wait, you'll hate it. And I'm like, well, I've been doing it for like a year now and I love it still. Yeah. So I think maybe they hated it cause they don't have a comfortable vehicle to drive in. Yeah. I think that, that would probably make me hate it. Yeah. What do you drive? So I just got my Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland. It's all black. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Let's I love go. it. So you taking it off road yet? Not yet. I'm, I, I'm babying this one. Yeah. Babying this one. Cause Let's I. Go. <laughs> I absolutely sent my other one airborne <laughs> back yeah. in January. That's crazy. So, yeah, Grand Cherokees can get about six feet off the ground. Jesus, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, uh, we're probably what forty-five minutes in, fifty minutes in. Yeah, so forty-five minutes in, fifty minutes in. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, I mean, other than just my music's dropping. Um, yeah, April 7th. I got a question. Favorite movie. Do you have one? Favorite movie. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. That's an army movie, right? It is. It's about a combat medic yes. in World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Let's go. That you know, one. Have you seen Fury with Brad Pitt? I have seen Fury. I like that one. That one was a good one. And that's actually very... Uh, uh, the, the dialogue in it, when they're talking back and forth to each other, is yeah. very, very similar um, to what 
is like in real life where it's basically you could say something hey have a good day and you're like hey go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, yeah that's that's very we, we have two guys that similar. were in uh the airborne airborne yeah mm-hmm. airborne, airborne. Yeah. i got a really good friend that was in i think the 173rd brigade i want airborne ones i think he was stationed in italy and okay. i want to say 171st 171st I'm, i know mm-hmm. i'm yeah, here somebody, there's gonna be so many TikTok comments if we clip that one on and be like, "What the? You don't know what you're talking there's, about." There's hundred first. There's yeah. There's hundred. I know he was stationed in Italy, and uh, really good guy. I don't know if hundred seventy first. I don't remember if that's airborne. I know I know one one and I know eighty two. But I know he jump out a lot and different things like that. Yeah. And uh, real good guy. Yep. Nope. Not me. I like the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I but like I swear ground. it was the army. I yeah. think it was, yeah. it was the army. But he. That's army. You know. So airborne uh, messed schools. up knees. Like Air Force guys would be able to go to Army schools and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, but Army holds that down. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're coming out with a new uh, a new military movie that looks really good too. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know how you, how you feel about all those. I think if it's if it's realistic. Yeah. If it's realistic, it hits me. Did Did you like the American? Was it American Sniper? American Sniper was it was a very like emotional, very, very emotional dude. movie. If you want to see what what it actually looks like, um, or have that was Chris Kyle, right? That's Chris Kyle, so yeah. Sniper. Um, what was the one with Mark Wahlberg before I forget it? So, yeah, that's um, that's the most accurate one, at least. Uh, fuck, what is that called? Come on, sorry, what was it called? Um, I'm going to look it up. It's it's of Marcus Luttrell. Yes. It's his story. Um, forgot what it's called, but it's Marcus Luttrell. If you want to look at... Lone what, Survivor. Lone Survivor. That was... Dude, those two movies... Or if, if you're a true American and you watch those movies, it'll have you like this close from like yeah. trying to go become a Navy SEAL. Like yeah. I have to be careful watching them because yeah. I'll be like, you know, forget the business. I need to yeah. go become a Navy SEAL. See if I can't go. Yeah, that's what gunshot wounds actually look like, though. So not the movie yeah. Hollywood stuff that's blown up and all that other stuff. Um, you you normally adrenaline's running stuff like that. Some people don't even know they're hit. Yeah. So um, you have to like actually like search for yeah. those wounds. Um, yeah, so you'd be surprised. So that's where a lot of these people are were giving the movie shit and saying like, "Oh, how could he still move his arm? He's been shot three times in it." I'm like, well, um, it yeah, happens. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I I think of the adrenaline from like a cra- crazy car accident or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. you you keep going. I couldn't even imagine the adrenaline from being shot. Yeah, like it, no, I don't think many people realize being in crossfire. Like I had my house shot up once, but it wasn't even like. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, direct, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I wasn't in a direct crossfire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wasn't seeing the flashing and the banging and everything yeah. like that. It was just, it was just like, pat, pat, It was done. You know what when I mean? When you kind of hear, like, the crack of it, uh, like, the round, when you hear the cracks, it's very, very humbling. It's very, like, yeah. oh, shit moment. <laughs> you know? yeah, I mean, I guess being at a firing range, being hunt, but, like, never being on the other side of that, bro, yeah. like, and and then not running away. Yeah, or you, you can hear I mean? him going over, and you're like, and you run towards it's, it. It's a tight butthole moment. It's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's got to like, be. Well. It's got to be like disappearing butthole moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. You this pull, is real. You can pull a needle out of my ass with a tractor at yeah. that point. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bro, this was uh, this was really good. You know what I mean? This is this is. I'm gonna tell Starly after this. Find me more country singers. I want. I want more of that. That reminds me at home. You know what I mean? Well, let Gives me know, me. Yes. I got a couple. Got a couple buddies. Absolutely. We're always looking for referrals. We're definitely. We're gonna. We're gonna kick up the uh, the country country singers. So let's you know go. I, mean? I love Ho- it. Hopefully, teach me a thing or two. So <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome, bro. I'll be the next. Uh, but Darius Rucker. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. All yeah. right, brother. Well, this was Andrew Jameson. Guys, he's got new music coming out in April. Check him out TikTok, Facebook. 
uh, check out his Instagram. Let's build his Instagram up. That would be he's awesome. Not, he's not using his Instagram. We got to get him on Instagram. Come on. So thank you again. Shout out Andrew Jameson. Have a blessed day, brother. Thanks, man. You too. Yes, sir.